0: Hello and welcome to Midnight Fun. I'm Katie and I'm here this week because I finally have been hit by the autumn cold that I didn't think I'd get because we've been in masks for two years and then I was outside in the world and then I got a cold so I need to be in, be cosy and watch silly little supernatural romances. Yes,
1: hi I'm Liv and I'm here because um, it's spooky season. I've decided I'm getting ready for Halloween now because if I don't get ready for Halloween now I've basically only got a month to get ready for halloween and that's not mm. enough time so <laughs>
0: not enough time i'm thrown off by the weather though because we're having unexpectedly
1: warm it's weird September, though th- because like technically it's warm but like the wind is really cold so there is no way mm. to dress for the weather no.
0: it's warm but also dark so i'm yeah. like oh an evening walk to the shops nope. that i walk past like back and it's going pitch black and i'm
1: like a fast walk, I,
0: a fast evening walk back from the i actually entered
1: <laughs> like the shops at one point at like seven came out like half seven
0: and then Mm. like if you're excited for friday the last time the sunset will be before 7 (laughs) p.m oh god oh man depressing anyway now we're entering dark season time for some dark and spooky films except not this one (laughs) this one is just graded really dark and spooky but it's a nice fun time it's red riding hood 2011 as i'm sure you can tell from the title
1: did you enjoy yourself? Liv? I did. I had the best time. It was so like dark Me and moody and silly and so fun. <laughs> so fun. It's a Catherine Hardwick film
0: um who as I'm sure if you listen to this podcast you know directed the first Twilight film. Uh, we love her Catherine Hardwick Whites. Uh, and it's produced by Leonardo DiCaprio it was so weird. which is very fun. How fun. How fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, should we just get into a quick plot summary um before we start yes so we start off in this i don't know what era we're in um couldn't tell okay, you we're in a I'm village going for in its the woods generic
1: like fairy tale setting which means like it's kind of like it's kind of what people think is medieval to which i say it's, it's a medieval, Renfair but also it's a Renfair, american. american yeah it's Renfair vibes yeah. like that
0: era um, so we're in this little village um and they're plagued by a werewolf, mm-hmm. basically. Um Amanda Seyfried is our main mm-hmm. character,
1: her name is Valerie. Weirdly um, modern name and for the time period. Yeah, really. Especially since yeah, everyone else is yeah, called yeah, like yeah, Prudence yeah. and Catherine and all that stuff. Yeah,
0: right? And it's like Cesare and Suzette and Valerie. Valerie. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. She's in love with this boy called Peter. And he's um, evil he's a Woodsmith. No, he's not actually. Yeah, he's He's, like, dark and he's edgy. A carpenter. She's engaged to be married to, like, this... He what? He, he's, like, a woodcutter, yes. and then Wing. she's engaged to a blacksmith. And yeah. they're different. Yeah, well,
1: his, the blacksmith's <laughs> that's, family That's is
0: notably a different rich. income,
1: apparently. I don't even know why it would yeah. be, because, like, I guess maybe if he is just a woodcutter, all he does is cut down trees, maybe. But, like...
0: But they're like, it's a good income, like, it's a good, solid yeah. job I could provide. And they're like, yeah, but you're yeah, not, not a blacksmith.
1: blacksmith. Like I don't even know my Henry? Fair, is that yeah, his Henry, name? Henry, Henry, Henry the, the blacksmith. Yeah. I mean, well, they make all the houses out of wood, but they do make the rest of their other stuff out of metal, so I don't really know.
0: Mm. Yeah, again, we're in a weird
1: little weird time period. period. <laughs> also, like, it's such a small village that I don't think any of them would actually have a more significant income than the others. Like, it's not a serfdom or anything. There's no lord of the manor that comes to look after them. So I'm kind of like, why do you... They all live in the same have money? some of the
0: women have nice bracelets. Yeah, but I'm also like, why
1: do you have money? Because it's not... It's also hinted at that they are in a small village and they are completely self-sufficient. So why do they have money? Yeah, yeah. Or like, why is the money so different? Yeah. Like... Is it not just like, I'll cut down a tree for your house if you give me some chickens or something. I don't... Yeah, that's
0: the vibe of the village. But then they're I like, don't... oh no, but you have to marry him because he's rich and he can give you a better life. I don't know, it makes anyway. no sense. If
1: there was a Lord of the Manor that like owned the village, I could hmm. see it. But no, apparently they've not looked into the feudal system at all, which, bad research. <laughs> no,
0: not in this fantasy Boo. land that's kind of Germany, kind of England, kind of America. How? Why would they? <laughs> anyway... Um, Valerie is going to run away with Peter, her childhood bad boyfriend, who's just a noble woodcutter. Um, But then this bell rings and they're like, the wolf, the wolf has killed again. So they they run into the town. um, Basically, it's her sister that has been murdered by the wolf.
1: It's Um, very sad. That's a bit rude, though. Because, like, her sister's just died and they've been like, Valerie, you know why you were engaged to the boy that she was in love with? Turns out her sister was in love with Henry. It's because you're the pretty one. And I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. I mean, this is, I will say, this is, right? like, a secret, like, excuse that's later revealed to be not true. But, like, her sister's just died and everyone's just been like, well, she was the ugly. Like, what? And she's not even ugly. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, she's, she's really very cute. cute. I, I think also the funny thing in the film is that
0: just make... The easiest way to do it would just be to make Amanda Seyfried the older
1: sister, yeah. so
0: she has to get married yeah. first.
1: Just do that. Yeah, but then they wouldn't have the fun twist at the end. There is a reason why she has to be the older true. one. Um, but yeah, so... True, true, true. I also found it really funny that in this village, um, out of every single person, all of the girls are either uh, brunettes or there's like two redheads, and Amanda Seyfried is the only bl- blonde person in the yes, entire she's the village. Only and I'm like okay because yeah. she's special I guess yeah I think it's fun as well
0: because Red Riding Hood is never depicted oh god no she's, like, gonna make she's a always she's with the only very dark hair other than her, her mum and her grandma yeah, yeah. she's
1: always with very dark hair um Anyway, but they
0: establish very early on that the wolf isn't just like some wolf out of like the wolf would eat you on the way to no, your grandmother's evil. house. evil! They're like the wolf is killed again, but we kept up our peace. Like so, they're like, oh, we have a got gar- like a bargain, have a bargain with the with wolf, this magic wolf to give him pigs. I find it and really sheep really and stuff.
1: I don't know. I there's yeah. there's like a lot of. I know this is a silly thing for me to say about the uh, fantasy. Little Red Riding Hood film but like there are a lot of plot holes within this film oh for sure yeah 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 what's the point I don't know anyway anyway so they have a little bargain with the wolf where if they give him a a goat or a pig or whatever like at the very start like this this girl crying because I think they've given her pet pig to the wolf and this old man goes Patrick it's it's the pig the new in that exact voice
0: but introduction to this film you're like okay I know I'm watching a Catherine Hardy film because it starts with these sweeping shots of like The mountains and the pine trees and the snow, and then it zooms in on this animal, and it's Amanda Seyfried's narration being like, (sighs) being all dramatic, and it's very introduction of Twilight to
1: how I die.
0: literally i was like are we gonna slide into the fire and ice poem what's going yeah. on it's very beginning of twilight very fun i loved it i was
1: like Mm, yes
0: we're in it, it come is- on catherine let's it go it was for pretty a ride. good i love it i had a anyway, good time anyway <laughs> back so, to the plot <laughs>
1: wolf um so then my reader's like i don't want to marry henry but i guess i will and then the whole mm-hmm. um the wolf comes back and kills who does he kill oh so they go out to kill oh yeah the they go wolf. out to kill the wolf um, find a husky and murder it brutally.
0: Yeah, they find a very they cute little wolf. husky who's um,
1: like in the forest, yeah. and I'm like, that's rude. Uh, Henry yeah. and um, Peter have a little like fight in a cave, and he's like, you should yeah, watch your back. I'm, I'm like, All
0: right, yeah. And the wolf kills Henry's yes, dad. The wolf kills dad. So it's deeply upsetting. Um, but um, so then the villagers celebrating that they've killed the werewolf, and here it comes. but it's not the werewolf. Here comes Father Here comes Solomon. Gary Oldman. Uh, <laughs> it's Gary Oldman. Um, not really described what he is. Like I don't some know. Kind a of charlatan. That's what he is. Right? Like, he's some kind of religious guy, but he's not
1: like yeah, a priest. Yeah, he can't be a priest because he's married his he kids. a father. Just, see, this is another thing that yeah. just makes sense. He can't be a father because if he's a Catholic priest, he cannot have a wife and children. Right. So,
0: so anyway... He's there to be the symbol of God and be yeah, nasty. Yeah, he, he and rides he a white like,
1: horse everywhere. You
0: didn't kill the wolf.
1: The wolf. The wolf was like, my the wolf wife.
0: The, person. the wolf was my wife, and I killed my wife, and here's her wife hand. And you're like, right. Uh, how did he preserve um, that? Yeah, it's so, so weird. Yeah, hate it. He just has this box with his wife's I mean, hand in. Gross. Um, it's horrible. Anyway, he's like, we're in the blood moon week, which means that anyone bitten by the werewolf will become a werewolf, which is why... The Werewolves out and yep. about basically. Um, so they try, they're trying to figure out the identity of this wolf. Part of the village don't believe him, so they're partying that they've killed the mm. wolf. Um, and then so they go on I do lockdown. Think it is very and the wolf funny. Comes
1: out while they're on lockdown and kills yep. a bunch of people. And then leaves. what I don't <laughs> get about how the wolf kills people, right, is that he will literally just like bash into someone, and they fall down dead. How's no, that's not how that works. Yeah, like. so they're like. Killing
0: people, um, and then he corners um, Claude, which is a, a boy in the village. And then um, Valerie discovers that she's able to understand the she wolf. She looks into his um, eyes. The wolf talks to her. Yeah, he looks into his eyes, and the wolf is like, Leave with me. You understand me. We can leave together. And she's like, I don't want oh, to. No, thank do that. you. So the wolf vows that he'll come back for Valerie. Um, the next day, aforementioned Claude is captured by Father Solomon. Because they say that he's um, performing witchcraft. Because he does and a stuff. cute little magic trick. He has like trick. a
1: single, yeah. He has like a tarot card then, that he snatches yeah, from behind Guy it. Alden. It's also, I think. So this is like, I think yeah. that this is pertinent to some other discussion that we're going to get, and it's important to note that Claude yeah. is um, mentally disabled. It's like it's most yeah, he's likely listed as autistic, autistic yeah. in the wiki,
0: but there's not, yeah. I don't know where they've sourced that from. Like, in the Red Riding Hood wiki, I don't know. Yeah, how exactly. It's, yeah. Him is autistic. It's not said within it, but... Yeah, exactly. He has some disability so, that is not named in that time and not named yeah. in the source of the film, but and Like, autistic. people are upset. Um, I'm sure we'll get Because he's that. like,
1: tell me the name of the wolf. That's Gary Oldman. Yeah, and, and
0: he's he can't, Yeah, He's, he's non-verbal,
1: nonverbal, so he, doesn't, he can't say anything. And then, like, one guy even stands up for him by being like, you can't ask him that. Like, he... Like, he he's not going to tell you yeah. anything. Um, so they have... Um, they put him in an iron yeah, elephant. which is a fun um, uh, new version of the iron ball It's a little torture device. Which is a torture yeah. device. They don't do the full iron ball thing because in a traditional medieval torture device, uh, they would li- light a fire underneath it. Um, no, they did. Did they? I thought they just
0: put him in. Yeah, they lock him in that. and they- No, no, they put him in that and they light a fire underneath <gasps> it and then he
1: dies because of that. Oh, yeah. It's one of those things where, like, it's like he does not... It's not an extended scene, and then you never see no. his body. Which I'm not saying that they should have shown yeah. it. No, you do. do you? you do
0: see his body. Yeah. So Roxanne, his sister, goes to Father Solomon. Is like, yeah. I will trade no, my body, that and my bit. money for Claude. Yeah. And then she like trades information, and they. Um, yeah,
1: because she's like, she tells them that Valerie's witch. a witch. Which. <laughs>
0: because to get her brother out, like you feel bad I know. about it. No, I
1: just don't right understand like um, the the definition of witch here
0: you know yeah and she's not a witch i think like i think they established quite quickly that she's not a witch yeah. the wolf just likes her for some reason and they're like well if the wolf likes you we don't yeah. like you anyway i don't know it's really um, weird and then after that scene they're like you said you'd let oh yeah. out if i gave you the information and then they're like we did let him out and Ugh, it's just his dead body really... in um a barn yeah it's not nice mm. <laughs> he's all like burnt that is up. the uh it's not it's the not same barn
1: that uh and peter then do stuff in correct I mm, hope, nope. hope mm, no, maybe. Probably, though, it's a very yeah. small village. Anyway, so, yeah. that all happens. <laughs> Valerie's like, they're like, Valerie! Yeah. So, um, he's, mm-hmm. Gary Oldman's like, there she is, the witch! And um, he puts, mm-hmm. like, a dog mask on her. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Then they, like, go and sit mm-hmm. her, like, in the middle of town, and they, like, have candles burning all around her. It's very atmospheric. Like, people come mm-hmm. up to her, like, um... A few girls were like, we're really sorry. Like, Roxanne says she's sorry. And she's like, it's okay, I understand. And then her, what I thought was her best friend, Prudence, comes up to her mm. and is like, I just wanted to say something to you. And she's like, oh, it's okay. You don't have to say anything. She's like, no, I do have to. I never trusted you. You're too hot to not be a <laughs> witch. And I'm like, Prudence, um, baby. <laughs> um, pff, no, 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 no. Yeah, I will say that among a so and Prudence have, like, a weird little sexy dance together because Peter's like, well, if we're they not getting married, do. I'll dance with this right? hot young woman. I noted
0: that down as well. They were like, oh, I'll dance with the hot My Fine, I'll dance with my hot friend. So I really like that. I just found it really like, odd. Dancing with your, like, platonic girlfriends to make a boy jealous oh is an age-old practice. I just <laughs> found it really odd
1: that apparently as part of their Trish dancing it did involve dropping it like, like it's hot, which I feel like you shouldn't do if someone right. has a hurdy-gurdy out. Right like <laughs> like bump and grind but like they traditional they were bumping and grinding but like traditional and i was like what is going on anyway so this is prudence who's been her best friend i think throughout this entire thing and then she's just like actually i never mm-hmm. trusted you you were too perfect yeah. and then she goes back on
0: that like 10 i know later it's very anyway, funny because the the wolf tries to attack valerie cuz she's the bait and then they pull yep into the church uh there's like a whole like extended scene where peter and henry try and save for it not
1: a lot no time. um they just um kind of snog in a barn for a bit and then peter sees yeah, them and he's like yeah. you don't love me and it's like is that not obvious like
0: yeah henry sees sorry henry he and valerie and is like oh no yeah mm. <laughs> but anyway so they um pull valerie onto the churchyard and they're like we've got the wolf we'll kill the wolf and then they don't Um, They don't let Valerie go and be bait, basically. Everyone's like, no, you're not going to sacrifice yourself for us. And the wolf can't step on holy ground. That's one of his big werewolf things. Um, And he bites off Father Solomon's hand. So then they kill Father Solomon because he's been bitten by a wolf. I
1: don't know. It's quite quite satisfying Um, because there's a guy that... um, so father solomon made him kill his brother because he's like any bike during the blood moon is a curse you have to kill your brother and he's like i don't want to so he just kills his brother in front of him and so the guy says to him anyone yeah. but during a blood moon is cursed and he's like but my sons will be mm-hmm. orphaned and it's like wow seems seems different when the shoes on the other foot doesn't it father solomon stab exactly so then valerie is like chilling and yeah. then
0: she dreams that the wolf is her grandmother. She has the whole, like, what big eyes that. you have dream. Yeah. Um. So she runs to her very cool, like, spinster cabin out in the woods. Um, I'm obsessed with her grandma. She's fun. Yeah, great. she's fun. Um, and she takes, she takes Father Solomon's hand with her, Ew. which is fun. His hand is in the ground. He, she takes that with him. Uh, and she meets Peter on... The way she thinks Peter's the wolf because he's trying to get her, the wolf was trying to get him to like go away with her and he's wearing gloves and the wolf stepped on the holy ground and by his hands, so she's like, ah, oh no. So she stabs Peter, it's called cool intentional. She just kind of slashes um, him. It's fun. She doesn't like
1: stab him, stab him. She just kind of like yeah, slash and then Yeah, runs. but
0: enough that he's like on the yeah, ground. Yeah, true. Um, she finds her great. grandma dead in the cabin, which sucks, and finds her suck. dad there. And her dad reveals that he is the wolf. Do do do. Big reveal. Um, da-da-da. Da-da-da. And he's like, the curse has been passed on by my father, and then I have to pass it on to you in the blood moon. And I'm like, well, how's it being passed on then? If you have to, yeah, exactly. If you have to bite someone.
1: Bite like, moon. that's not passing on anything. Like, if you come on, you'd have werewolves. to be born. Is this hereditary or not? Like, yeah, right? I mean, that's the. So I don't. Sorry, I'm not going to get into it because it's your job in law layer. I just happen to know a lot about werewolves. But anyway, like passing on a curse yeah. means that it gets passed on by blood like that's yeah. not <laughs>
0: is it hereditary or is it a bite yeah. it can't be both
1: exactly oh it can be both can but like be. it's not
0: it's not both it's just the bite but he's like the, the wind, werewolf blood in you and it's like right okay yeah so she can one. understand anyway.
1: werewolves because of the wolf blood but she can't turn into a werewolf seems silly to me Yeah. yeah
0: so then Peter comes in and is like oh no your dad's a wolf <laughs> tries to kill him the dad then tries to kill him back, bites him, not ideal, mm. um, and then they they kill him with Father Solomon's hand, because he has weird silver fingernails, yeah. um, because Valerie refuses to accept the curse, and then Peter is, oh well, he is. not yet, not but he's going to turn into one, so they have sex in the mountains, and um, it's very nice, you'd be freezing, in the snow, I was watching it and I was like, "Mm, this is what the Twilight sex scene would look like
1: if it was directed by Catherine Hardwick. Mm. So dramatic. We love it. It was lovely. It was very Um, nice. It was a lot of like very like slow, gentle touching, some nice kissing. They had that very traditional thing of what happened in like early like 2000s, like to 2010s movie where like the guy takes the shit off mm. and the girl just very reverently like touches his abs. It's yes, it's very it's, good. Uh, it's such a good. She just gives him like good. a little gentle smooch, like just above his belly button. It's very cute. It's like mm. you know,
0: and then they like they are going at it, but they're covered by the cloak, yeah. but just in their groin areas. Yeah, very funny. It's very like specifically covered, fair. but
1: like they're naked apart from that. But like to funny. be fair, if you wanted to be covered anywhere by a cloak, I would pick there if you were in the ice and snow. You know, right. I don't.
0: <laughs> that on the cloak, but the cloak is also somehow round both of them. Like oh, it's such a cloak long underwear.
1: cloak, such a long yeah, cloak. It's it's very, very cool. Um,
0: and then we have an immediate like smash cut to them filling her dad's body with rocks yeah, to put him in a no lake because no one could know that it's um, her dad. Romance.
1: Yeah. back uh, so, to the fairy um,
0: story. Yeah. So Peter runs off, being like, "I'll come back when I've learned to control the curse." Um, and Valerie's like, "I'll wait for you." And she's like, she moves out. To uh, her grandmother's old cabin Mm. Because she's like I couldn't live there with my secret And we're like oh yeah the secret that your boyfriend's um, A werewolf a werewolf Nope she has a child Because we all know that if you have sex once you'll have a baby To
1: be fair I Um, think it's uh, (laughs) slightly implied That she might have been doing it more than once Seeing as the wolf comes to visit her all the time (laughs) True 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 (laughs) Um, Yeah and then it's like Me and our secret so she's like She's in her little red cloak And then she turns around and there's a baby Wearing a red cloak it's the most precious right. thing. I was
0: reading on the the wiki and it was like one it has an alternate ending which is when Peter returns in wolf form Valerie is seen holding a baby but that's the version I yeah, watched. Yeah, that's, that's the version I watched I So I don't know if that was like the UK release they opted for that ending because the other version is just during a full moon Peter returns in wolf form and Valerie
1: smiles. Yeah. So and that's also sure. a fun ending, but no I prefer the baby it's cute. Yeah. And also like it's yeah, a legit it's reason for her to have to ostracize herself. Yeah, because she has a werewolf has a baby, werewolf baby
0: um, with her werewolf boyfriend. <laughs> exactly. The baby will have no
1: werewolf traits. It's fine because that's not how the cast. I just works. think it's really weird that like, so right. So it's implied by this ending that like her and Peter have like had this life together, but like he's away being a werewolf, and then he comes back to visit, does he, like, bring them money and supplies, or, like, what? See, because what what I
0: thought, what I thought would happen is that she has this baby from their, like, one encounter, Uh, and he was away that whole time, and then he came back, like, hello, I'm a wolf, but I'm not attacking you. Oh, that's cute, actually. That's
1: really sweet. I thought that was the vibe. Uh, And that's
0: why she was, like, having her secret child in the woods. That's
1: cute. I like that. Mm. God, imagine giving birth alone in the woods. Jeez.
0: Right? God.
1: horrid Which shall we get into the lore layout
0: yes so much lore this week um I, we've done werewolves before so if you want our full werewolf lore listen to um our van helsing yes. <laughs> episode <laughs> it's very fun but as we know there's werewolf tales from all over the world it's big in um european folklore mm. and all sorts it's a good there's time there's so much um, werewolf lore
1: is... you guys so much yeah
0: nothing to do with like the moon other than the blood moon being able to turn mm. the werewolf in this like a lot of the time werewolves come out on the full moon none of that in this it's just the werewolf comes out at night when he wants to yeah, for fun. always um yeah my favorite part of it was um there's like a moment after the um what's it called after lucy has died and they all the men are in the pub because women yeah. grieve and men go to the pub yeah. that is how the world works uh, very fun um, and they really on the nose establish the werewolf rules yeah. um, they just go well we know he's a werewolf, he can't go on holy ground, we know his weaknesses he can't come out in the daylight and silver oh, will silver. get him. and they're like cool Yeah. so they do like, <laughs> they list the three which is really fun uh, they're just like mm, we're just going to tell you the law. and I'm like I appreciate that uh, which is really fun uh, so we've done werewolves before so I looked a bit more into um, the Red Riding Hood myth, and stuff like that, which was a fun time. I'm a big fairy tale fan. I'm sure you guys Mm. all know the basic story of Red Riding Hood. We don't need to go into it, but it can be traced back super far. The first written versions of it are um, Charles Perrault and Brothers Grimm, so very, very classic, but it's been abound forever. Um, Not forever, obviously, but there's um, different interpretations of it from across like ancient greece and rome and it's very cool um there's a really fun loki myth yes. with it. um where it's um thor disguised as freya it's so cool i was reading all these myths and i was like yes I love that. so it's like a parallel so it's not it's not done with the wolf necessarily in that one mm-hmm. but the god's dress thor is like a bride yes i know this yeah trick Loki and they framed him oh it's so good it's fun like Norse myth yeah. stuff. it's very very fun I love it and there's um recordings of it being told by French peasants in the 10th century oh. super old it very and Italian old. um peasants around them so it's like recorded but it's not formally written down and then it also has links to East Asian tales like the and Tiger so all sorts of everywhere very fun and now we've got like our version that we know now is very much mm. the Brothers Grimm version yeah um they've set out everything but there's obviously all sorts of um interpretations of it mm. one I really find really interesting is there's a lot of um feminist interpretations of it from around the 70s and mm. 80s where like more feminist books were being published it was very second wave feminism and there's a lot of um rape connotations yeah. of it and stuff like that like, the one big one is puberty and stuff and about this woman leaving, like, her home, like, as a girl and going into, like, the liminal space of the woods and coming back a woman because of the wolf and stuff like that. So that's that's what you see in, like, Into the Woods, the musical, mm. you know what I mean? All of that. Um, but, yeah, the really interesting one is all the rape presentations yeah. and stuff. Mm. And I was reading up on Susan Brown Miller. And mm. as with any feminist from the 70s, you have to Google it and find out if they're a turf or not. She doesn't seem it, but you never know. <laughs> and she um described um red riding hood in her really famous book called against our will mm. um it was really interesting it focused on um different retellings and how that's come from it and the depiction of that in that so mm. really interesting highly recommend checking out her
1: work yeah i really like um little red cap by caroline duffy um
0: yes, that's carol space is, yes. and
1: duffy and it's basically about her mm-hmm. having um and like and if not an aff- I wanted to call it an affair I don't know if it's an actual affair but her having a relationship mm. um when she was much younger with a much older man it's also kind of implied that he may be yes. her English teacher maybe a literary professor mm. when she was at university and um, because they talk about poetry mm-hmm. and things like that and um there's actually mm. a really good uh metaphor for her losing her virginity to him where she uh, goes out and fetches yeah. him a white dove to eat and it's just, yeah, I really like... It's from The World's Wife, which is one of my favourite poetry anthologies of all time yeah. because it's all retellings. Yeah, I think you've
0: talked about it before. I have. It's all retellings
1: cool. of traditional fairy stories, but actually giving the women in the tales a voice. Um, mm. But yeah, it was... I, I really like very it because cool. it's kind Would of Would you about, say that's your favourite Red Riding Hood adaptation? I, yeah, to be fair, because she... Because um, yeah. it, it, at the very end of it is Little Red Riding Hood taking the axe and, like, cutting the wolf and... Hell yeah. You know, I think it's also really funny is that, like, um, in the fairy story book that I had when I was a kid, the wolf, like, it was, the wolf stayed alive, so they they cut the granny Mm. out of his stomach, um, Mm, and then they put the rocks in and sewed him back up, and he was like, oh, oh, my belly hurts, gosh, that old lady Mm. Really didn't agree with me, I guess. And um, (laughs) then he goes to a river to drink some water and he falls in and drowns. Oh, hell yeah. As he should. He falls in and drowns (laughs) because of all the rocks in his belly. And like, Mm. I don't know. So weird. And yeah, but yeah, I will say Little Red Cap is probably my favorite adaptation of Mm. Little Red Riding Hood, just because I think it's really, it's a very short poem if you want to check it out. But yeah, Yeah. I'm a big fan. We do love a feminist interpretation of a fairy story.
0: We do. We absolutely. We love Carolyn Doffy. I'm a big Angela Carter yeah. fan. I don't think she's ever done Red Riding Hood, Angela Carter.
1: No, but it would know. suit her, she to did. be fair. I really need to. Have... Oh, she did She did The Werewolf. Uh, yeah. Um, I really need to read some more Angela Carter. You would love I her. I, really I know. Recommend. I gotta. I gotta buy some of her stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think my favourite Red Riding Hood is probably... Uh, the Once Upon a Time version. I think it's a really fun way that they do the story. I love Once Upon a Time. It's my favourite show. A lot of it is I absolutely can't, garbage. Okay, so but remind Red Riding me,
1: because I really think well. maybe, it, did I stop watching it before Red Riding Hood? No, no you were, I didn't. So, she was so No, cool. you're saying, you know Ruby. I love Ruby. You know Ruby. Ruby. She's like
0: alt and yeah. fun in her storybook persona. She's so cool. And then, so the, the version of her in once upon a time um, red is actually the wolf and she doesn't oh, realize yeah. it and the the red coat is something that keeps the curse away and her family make her wear all the time and she's like i don't really know why you're making me wear this coat all the time um, and they're like no child don't fun. ask
1: questions and i'm like you guys this is exactly how we get things like this happening like, come on. Yeah, so she ends up, um, she kills her boyfriend and stuff in it. It's real sad. very sad, but it's a very
0: interesting way to do the myth. It's in the early seasons, Once Upon a Time, where they were a bit more on the rails with, like, the folk stories and stuff instead of just being like, oh, I guess we'll make Frozen and they'll be all related and then they'll kiss. And you're like, right, okay. And now we're in hell and now we're underground, mm. which is where Once Upon a Time gets to. Do highly recommend it. Hell so,
1: yes, show, I do but... need to finish Once Upon a Time. I got up to, like, partway through season four or five, I believe.
0: Mm. Yes, you're approaching the frozen season, which I did get up choices.
1: to the frozen season because it was um, Nathaniel <laughs> yeah. from Crazy Ex Girlfriend, and I was like, "What are you doing here?" Yes, Nathaniel? <laughs>
0: why are you here, sweet boy? Yeah, <sighs> it's all like that. It's great. Um, soon you will get onto the Hades season, oh. where they're they're in hell. Oh, um, I do love to see. <laughs> they just go to hell for a season. I love to see. Yeah, it's rogue. Um, yeah, very weird. That's so odd. <laughs> mm-hmm
1: it is all right so fandom phenomenon fandom phenomenons there we go I said that yes right. tell me what you right found. so here's the thing I didn't find that much stuff there's like 52 works mm-hmm. on um AO3 now mm-hmm. okay so Little Red Riding Hood now what do you think yes. is going to be a common trope with a lot of these fanfics
0: Oh correct. I don't even want to know. <laughs> well, it's ABO. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: There's yeah. a lot well, of if like... we won't
0: talk too much about because yeah, we'll, get we'll get sued. sued. Um, anyway, uh f- what's her name Addison Kane will come for you can, us. You can't so say her name so Katie up. Sorry. Schmaddish and Schmidt will come Schmain. for us if we talk too much about that. Um highly recommend Lindsay Ellis' video yep. on that whole situation. Anyway,
1: so uh, it's about <laughs> uh because it's about werewolves, it is about the werewolf. Dynamics and about like a lot of it's about like Peter being like, Oh no, Valerie, I might hurt you, and her being like, Okay. Um, so <laughs> it's quite interesting. Some of it Ooh. is just like, little... So who do they cast? Right, I want to know who they cast in what roles. Who's so it's not alpha? quite like all of the same, it's kind of more like just okay. it's like inspired by like they don't make it's not like taking part in that universe, but it's kind of like in terms of, like, the whole, like, mating cycles in heat kind of things oh. and other oh, no. situations <laughs> that happen in that kind of fanfic. Yes, but... um, so... <laughs> we keep our podcast relatively PG-12,
0: yeah. so...
1: So it's, you know, kind of... <laughs> I'm sure you can imagine. <laughs> those situations. situations, um, but, yeah, like, mm-hmm. a lot of, you know, that kind of thing going on, which, to be fair, I think if you're, like, into werewolves, I guess, like, this is a fine... Mm -hmm. Movie, especially because it's implied that you can overcome the curse and be like a nice, gentle werewolf. Yeah. So, you know, have at it, kids. On Tumblr, there are a lot of very beautiful Mm. gift sets. That's what I remember because I
0: loved this. When I was younger it was one of my not my favourite films, mm. but I was a big Twilight Girl, as you guys know. Yes. Um so this was like a natural follow up. I was like, Hell yeah, dark fantasy, let's go. Always loved fairy tales as well. So this was great. Loved it. I don't think I ever did any fandomy stuff online with it other than like reblog mm. an occasional gift set. I don't know if there was like a fandom on it or just people being like yeah that's movies cool I like it we love (laughs) movies
1: yeah so there was just like a lot of very really 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 nice gift sets a lot of like kind of just more like fan stuff like of Amanda Seyfried as well Um, there were a couple of reviews which kind of made me laugh I'm not going to read them verbatim because some of them were kind Mm. of long but it was very very funny because you could really tell the Mm. people that were like guys it's not like Twilight because that would be bad also a lot of people thinking that the acting in this film was really bad Twilight's bad so which I didn't think the acting in this film was actually that bad but so many people being like the acting's stilted and bad and i'm like do you just think that because you think that the acting in twilight like is like that or what like yeah it's so interesting like the
0: journey culture has gone on with Kristen stewart and people because i've yeah. always loved Kristen me too stewart, and i've thought i think i i think everyone in twilight is good and yeah. i think all the twilight criticisms that are just like everyone's bad and like, i'm like she's too. playing her perfectly and so is like everyone's like Robert Patterson is bad I'm like he's playing him perfectly yeah I'm
1: sorry exactly he's he's
0: a wooden creep like I love him oh, my oh sparkly God. boyfriend yeah. but like the, the how do, the things he does are They're creepy are those things like he's yeah he's doing that he is like overstressing and in his brain and he's like oh no I'm going to murder this girl so he acts yeah, so like so you'd be like stressed that. too actually
1: um, people of the internet. Yeah, it's very funny. I don't know. It just, it does stress me out that like, there's this whole like cultural, like it's a whole like cultural hangover of like, thinking that, right. oh, Kristen Stewart can't emote. Oh, look how much better ex, right? Ex, um, like actress that I prefer. I mean, I remember that was a whole thing between mm-hmm. her and Emma Watson being like, oh, look, Emma Watson can emote. Mm, Pot is better than Twilight. And I'm like, guys, shut right. up.
0: They're both brilliant actresses and now she's princess diana and she's probably gonna win an oscar exactly. for it you'll see. You'll, all see you'll all see i listen to this um podcast at the moment called gilmore guys it's an old mm. one i'm sure you guys like if you're into podcasts will know it, or if you're into gilmore girls i recommend it it's very good um it's two guys that i really like that run it uh, but it's from 2014 so at one point they compare one of the actresses in it to kristen stewart oh. but in like not derogatory like really bad way but just in a negative way and I'm like you'll see you'll You'll see see. in a few years I bet you've got because they're like um like film boys that go to like screenings and write on um oh I've forgotten their names but they write on a lot of comedy Mm. shows and stuff um they're really good really nice boys and I'm like I bet you like her now I bet you do (laughs) do.
1: I don't know I just think it's like really annoying that we have this whole like cultural hangover because of it and also like at the end of the day like both Christian Stewart and Emma Watson are great actresses they've both been in really great movies. Why does it mm-hmm. have to be a competition? Speaking
0: mm-hmm. of, uh, Emma Watson just reminded me there's this one scene when they're in the pub and someone goes, kill the beast! And it always reminds me of yeah. Beauty and the Beast mob song. I it's love like, the no
1: mob song. You, you night. <laughs> so good. Like, I will say. I know <laughs> Through the that... <laughs> mist, through the woods, through the darkness and the shadows. <laughs> so good. Oh, so good. <laughs> I love it so much. I will say I really enjoyed the live action Beauty and the Beast. I will not feel ashamed of that because I think it's a beautiful film Mm. great costuming the songs are all really fun and Luke Evans is a is an amazing Gaston. Luke Evans is the best part of it. I do sure. also I think that Josh care for the film. I think that Josh Groban made pretty good look food as well. And I do think that Emma Watson is very sweet and charming as Belle. It's not Josh Groban. It's not Josh Groban. <laughs> it's just Gadd. No, It's just Gadd. Okay. They're very different guys. No. Here's the thing: is I had a conversation with someone yesterday, and they swore down that it was Josh Groban, and I was like, "Am I going insane? No. I'm not going insane.
0: He he no. does a song on the soundtrack. That's but what it must be.
1: It. Okay, so. Sorry, scratch that. Josh no, it's, Gad. it's Josh Gad. There's too yeah. many Josh Josh G's in. Yeah, it's the guy that's Olaf in laughing. Um, See, that's what I frozen, thought because I yeah. was like, I swear to God, Josh Groban wasn't in Frozen. Am I? Like, but the oh my God, this is what happens to me. Anyway, so <laughs> Josh me. Gad, he's great. I like Emma Watson as well. I think also that um oh God, I've forgotten his name. The guy that plays the Beast, he's great too. I just I liked yeah. It um definitely anyway, anyway back, on, back topic. on topic so yeah so in terms of fandom it's just like a lot of really nice gift sets some uh spicy fanfics and some mm. people being like mm, the acting is bad and i'm like okay but it's it's not and i like a lot of people making fun of mm. it and like to be fair well i will say this is a very silly little film with like a lot of like actual pol- plot holes and i don't mean in the ways of cinemas yes. in the sense that there's a plot hole there are actual plot yeah. holes in this film there are certain things that do not make any sense mm-hmm. But yeah. overall, I think it's a fun retelling of the Little Red Riding Hood myth. Definitely.
0: So live. Date or steak.
1: <laughs> Wait, am I just afraid or Oh, also, we completely forgot to say that uh, Billy Burke plays the werewolf.
0: That's that's why I was leading us into Date yeah. or Steak. Come on. Date or Steak. Bella's dad, but as a werewolf. Okay, but the
1: problem is, is that Billy Burke, my Billy beloved. Billy Burke is hot, but like in this, he's not hot
0: no he's like slimy, he's and weird. <laughs> slimy and
1: weird and he's got like a really bad scruff going on
0: and yeah but also billy Burke supremacy i remember <sighs> yeah. seeing him in this film and not recognizing
1: him because he didn't have the charlie, he mustache. the charlie mustache i love him as charlie he's mm. so cute but i do love him in this so like mm-hmm. maybe date a little but i would be afraid that he would try and kill me mm-hmm. in like a werewolf attack if i annoyed him definitely date peter definitely True. date amanda Seyfried. yes um I don't I'd also yeah. What about Henry? Oh I don't her, yeah I date Henry Blacksmith boyfriend I'd also date minus every nice. considering yeah. she's what five years older than her in this movie.
0: So, right, I looked this up. This is a big point I wanted to make. So, believe it or not, everyone in this film is appropriately hmm? age casted. Um, right. Um, it's insane and I oh am my goodness. confused about it. Because she does so, not look that much older. Yeah, so I actually looked into this because I also made a note like, oh, it's cool that her grandma looks two years older than her. Yeah. Um, everyone in this is appropriately. Oh my god! But there's not a single wrinkle on any of these women, yeah. and they all look 25. So Amanda Seyfried is um 25, mm. which fine. Her mum in this was 49, which means what? she had her at what 40, like 24, 25, and that's the age they're getting married. Yeah, when that's she, like
1: was, regular. Amanda Seyfried yeah. then
0: has her baby. Yeah. And then um, the mom, the grandmother, is 69 in this, Julie Christie, oh, is
1: gorgeous. Very appropriately aged. Yeah.
0: So everyone is weirdly appropriately aged, even though everyone looks like they're maybe five <laughs> years apart. That's true. Because <laughs> I look this up like, I'm going to make a little joke about how young they are. Oh but gosh. no, they're all appropriately cast, oh, which go. is insane. Oh, there we go. I know. Oh,
1: that's nice. I really, like... But I
0: love the grandma. She's yeah, the gra- so glad. The grandma's
1: really fun. Um, she also just will appear out of nowhere, which I also do to be fair. Yes.
0: <laughs> she's just there being like creepy and like yeah. implying like, that she's the cutter. werewolf the whole time and in hindsight knowing that she's not the werewolf and she doesn't i thought that she knew her son yeah was me the werewolf too because i'd seen this film few years ago i was like oh she's covering for her son and she's like oh the wolf can understand you weird, weird.
1: Hmm. <laughs> um
0: but then she doesn't know when her son kills her so not Wild. ideal <laughs> But I like the bit. She's very good. Mm. She has one of my favourite lines in the film which is, all sorrows are less with bread. All sorrows are less (laughs) with bread.
1: Okay, so, Mm -hmm. speaking of just general creepy things, do we think this film is trying to tell us a moral message? Because I really think it is.
0: Yes. Um, There's a lot of fun mm. christian stuff in there it. is um but then they're kind of like christianity
1: yeah um, i think it's really interesting because i think it kind of has the mm. whole idea of like what religious fanaticism can do to a person yeah and like what like mm-hmm. you know literal and you know not so literal literal and not literal which ones can do to like communities yeah Because, like, Mm -hmm. there's a wolf trying to get them and they're all, like, tearing into the pot and, like, blaming each other and things like that. And mostly it's because of Gary Oldman's influence. Like, before then, they were like, well, Mm -hmm. we just, you know, we sacrifice a sheep every once in a while and it kind of happens. And, you know, we're happy living our lives. Because
0: they're all, all the village people are, like, disgusted and, like, shocked. They're letting Gary Oldman do what he wants, but they're shocked about it. Yeah. Um, When he puts Claude into the touch device. Um, the, the local vicar is like that, is, that too, is I don't know if he's a vicar the local religious I man I think he's like a vicar
1: it's very sweet a vicar
0: we're not quite sure a girl dances ideas.
1: sexy um, at him and he goes and locks himself in the church he's like oh no yeah but he's the one that called him yeah um,
0: he's like that's too far yeah. I know that this kid is nonverbal yeah. and can't tell you anyway um and what Gary Albin says is our oh, methods of pleasing God are sometimes flawed which I was like oh that's on the I nose know, very on the um, nose but good, yeah. Compared to like, especially as a follow-up to people
1: like this is like Twilight. I'm like it's kind of the opposite. Yeah, it's of kind of the opposite. It's kind Twilight. of because like... it's yeah. about like religious <laughs> fanaticism and how like, and also about yeah. like the hypocr- the hypocrisy of people in the church. Yeah. Like, for example, with Gary Oldman, he's like, oh, I can kill whoever mm-hmm. I want to. It doesn't matter. You kill your loved one, like whatever they've been bitten, like yeah. cut them off. Like, and also mm-hmm. like, I think perhaps being bitten by a werewolf could be a metaphor for something. And he's like, yeah, sure. kill him. But if the minute that it, um, it comes to his turn to suffer consequences for something. He's like, oh, you know what? Don't do it to me. That's unfair on me personally. And mm-hmm. I think there's many, many situations that we could draw from in real life. But I think uh, the one that's probably, I think, most prevalent on everyone's minds at the moment is abortion. Because as we all know, as we know, yeah. that's been effectively banned in Texas. But the amount of people, mm-hmm. the amount of Republicans who are pro-abortion... Not pro-abortion or mm-hmm. pro-birth um, <laughs> or anti-choice, yeah. shall I say? Um, yes. Are like have had they've made their mistresses get abortions. Some of them have made their wives yeah. get abortions if it's not convenient for them when they're doing a political run. And it's very much one rule for thee, but not for me. And yeah, I just yeah, think because
0: it's not about it's not about that. It's yeah, about control. It's about control. It? I think that's kind of what this film is also saying. Like, I don't think this film is like a super deep. No metaphor i don't think it's super clean but it is implying that it's not about god and it's not about righteousness although the holy ground does work so it's not saying there's a complete absence of that Um, but it is saying that this is more of like a tool of control which is really interesting not something that twilight would do
1: (laughs) yeah the ground doesn't get like holier because the father solomon's there though and things like that that's kind of implied but but it is holy ground safe haven Yeah. yeah Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's more of like, so here's the thing. is This is my personal interpretation of like the whole Holy Ground thing. I think with some situations where it's like, oh, Holy Ground affects these things. I think that the concept of Holy Ground is built on a faith that people have in a space. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily that like, yes. oh, this space is holy because I have deemed it. That space has the power mm. that people give to it. So because they think it will protect them oh, from the world, they nice. put like faith into it. And that means that it's protective lovely
0: very nice i like that interpretation i've got a bit pagan with it but you know
1: (laughs) i love it i love it
0: while we're on the topic of like kind of like issues with this shall we talk about claude um Claude. we don't have to get super into it because it's not is yeah so um claude is i don't don't know if i want to say even autism coded because i'm not sure how they code him in the film but all of the like stuff around yeah the information on when you look him up it says her autistic brother.
1: Yeah. Um, so yeah. Yeah, so I think well if I if we just say he is uh mentally disabled or impaired yeah. and nonverbal. So
0: Yeah. So yeah, so they just kill him. yeah But the I don't know. I don't think the representation in it is great. No. Uh it's certainly not like see a music level, you know. What I mean? yeah. But it's not it's not a great representation. But all of the people that aren't the villains mm. are, like, defending him and stuff like that. So yeah. That way is not the worst. And they're like, no, like, he's nice. He's like, they're not, They nobody treats him any differently. Yeah. In the town, which is nice. Like, especially not something that you see in a lot of 2011 mm. films that feature someone um, disabled, especially if they're not the main character. Yeah,
1: exactly. Um, But yeah. I think also. The depiction
0: is very, like, straightforward, like. Yeah what it's, autism was on screen yeah. you know it's not there's not a lot of nuance to yeah
1: it. it's also kind of those things where like i think also there is something to be said about how the fact that people who are neurodivergent have also been treated badly by like yeah. you know by many many different societies because people do think that like they are somehow evil or changelings or like yes uh, mm-hmm. for claude it's saying that it's a, a very horrible moment where he says oh he's communing with the devil and claude is just you know making noise he's not doing anything wrong there's one point where yeah. he's he's not completely non because at one point he's very sweet he does a little magic trick and then he says oh i tricked you and laughs mm. and it's it's like a mm-hmm. it would be a sweet moment except for gary oldman has to ruin everything um I don't like that, I think also the problem with that interpretation is is that, like um, you know when most babies are born, you can't tell that like they don't most babies don't show yeah. symptoms of autism until they're like at least eighteen months mm. mm so 'cause because it's a brain brain thing, you know when you're a baby, you can't communicate yeah. with anyone so
0: elf, I thought was really a strange choice is that um gary oldman comes into the town and he arrives and he brings um he's like i what would you like i don't know what would their jobs roles be the guys that are with him that like defend him and stuff and are all oh armaged. i think they're, they're not like knights i think they're Paladins, kind
1: of like knights I think. but
0: then yeah like that kind of vibe yeah. and they're the only people of color in the whole town but like yeah. we're not in like a specific area like so it's, there's no, nobody else in the town is a person of colour, no other of the named actors or anything yeah. are people of colour. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, just the people that come with him are, I just, yeah. I don't know what they were doing with it. think it's a strange yeah. thing to do and it then, like that.
1: Also, because isn't it implied that he's just recently got back, like, from Africa, because that's where he got the, the elephant from.
0: Oh, I didn't even pick up on that
1: yeah. one. Yeah, which I think makes up bit more oh popular. that yeah so that's Although a really bad it is also yeah. implied that like being a holy soldier is a job that you can have because at the very end of the film i thought um, wait i
0: thought he came back from rome i thought it the Rome was
1: from rome again still pretty not sure he said rome. great implications there yeah.
0: yeah no but then it's the movie is so like yeah. ungrounded in time and place that you're like i don't know when this is set yeah. are we in fantasy Europe? yeah exactly in fantasy America. it's it's not very sure. confusing so i think that's one of the worst parts of the film is that it's like messy and grounding itself yeah. but, but then it's also it could be that they were vague
1: implications through their choices yeah it's very but then it could also be that they were also from the village previously because um at the very end henry becomes like a knight the same kind of knight that he yeah was, that's it and they're seen like yeah, the riding together is... so it's like were they originally from yeah. the village if they are where are their parents do they not have other family yeah here? where are what is going why, on why is
0: there no other people of color in the village yeah. it's very St- yeah, it's a very strange casting Interest to just cast these yeah. four guys, and then there's a, the it's not a small cast, like, no. so many like actors, yeah, in and there's so many like in background as well. Yeah, and it's not just like, yeah, exactly. So, I think it was just a very Weird glaringly choice. strange, yeah, to do
1: especially. That. Yeah, and yeah. like, I'm not saying it would have been better if they'd only cast background actors as um people of color, I know, but um, just like, but you know, yeah,
0: but there's, there's a lot of people outside, and, like, yeah, any of them could have be like it's not like it's one family that has to be white yeah. like there's there's nothing in the text of it that
1: yeah exactly would make like that. so yeah weird choice very yeah. strange choice oh so overall there are all some issues with this film <laughs> but overall yeah, I, I did enjoy it so i mean overall an enjoyable yeah film. okay so i mean i guess we have kind of already done like our pits just there i'll say that those were probably our pits yeah
0: so that would be the pit is our, our yeah like, the issues with like, i'd say the p- autism depiction yeah. not amazing and like yeah, weird yeah. treatment of people of colour. Um Yeah, the racial stuff is strange. What what's your peak then? oh I'm not sure. You know, I really like the the sexy friends. Yeah, dance. I think that was that very was fun. fun. Um <laughs> I like them a lot. I liked all of the very twilighty narrations a lot. Mm. Um but I will say I think my favourite thing was when um Henry Gives Amanda Seyfried a bracelet because yeah. you just see you like ah they were expecting this to be a merch tie-in because yeah. girls want bracelets. Yeah. For, it's like I had the the Alice Cullen choker mm. and they aggressively gave Rosalie that big oh, so horrible ugly. Cullen crest necklace that takes up her whole body basically um, for that. So I was I was watching it and I was like ah they this is mm. the merch tie-in opportunity which did
1: make me laugh. Uh, um so my yes. peak um aside from the visuals in this film because there were some stunning visuals and i really really liked it um mm-hmm. yeah i've the baby that's why i liked i like the baby at the end the baby <laughs> the baby is, is the baby that's so chubby schrodinger's
0: baby because we don't know if he's in the final court or not because we both saw yeah, a version I with saw the baby the baby in right i would like to see the Call baby too. i would like to see the baby, the baby. anyway the baby was yeah. really cute um, very
1: very chubby and really really cute um i still like the costumes i mean i know it was like oh welcome to the red and fair but like it was they were still fun
0: yes it was fun i liked
1: it <laughs> yeah personally enjoyed where he's like they're like gonna do it in a barn and he like undoes like her stays but like because she's got like a the f- barn scene is so sexy because she's got like a full negligee like- underneath you just can't see anything yes. <laughs> I
0: love it, because I, like, I know I've compared to Twilight a lot, but I'm like, ah, this is what the Twilight sex it's scenes would look like if, have if been. got to do them. It's
1: what they could have yeah. been.
0: I also really like that Henry immediately says, really early on, like when he gives her that bracelet, he goes, you'll be happy again. It's like, her sister just she died. just
1: died, mate. Like, bruh. Um, <laughs> really funny. Anyway, so.
0: I think. Th- Very fun. We
1: love a sexy, mm-hmm.
0: forbidden Me romance. Me too. Overall, a good time. Yeah.
1: Okay, so next time, because it's October, it's spooky time. We're going to do Woohoo. Jennifer's Body. Hell yeah. I'm so excited. <sighs> I've just watched Jennifer's
0: Body because I watched it because it was the 12 year anniversary mm. of it coming out. One of my favourite films. Hell yeah. Also Amanda Seyfried. So back to back Amanda Seyfried episodes. yeah. How fun. I think we'd love we it. Love, I'm
1: so excited. We love uh, me and Katie in a film together. <laughs> yes, very fun <soon. laughs> I'm about to say Katie if Megan you Fox. guys
0: haven't seen photos of us that's exactly what we look like don't go on our Instagram and look what we look like don't. envision me as Megan Fox and live as a man my, fra-
1: my brain you. this movie just like your brain did when you were watching Jennifer's body it was like yeah you look like that it's like thanks brain
0: I was literally watching uh, Jennifer's body like two days ago and I was like I'm not gonna look in a mirror because I have convinced myself that I look like Megan Heck Fox it. um and if I look in a mirror I love myself, and I'm sure I look great, but you... I don't quite look like Megan Fox, and I'll upset you myself. You have similar vibes, <laughs> though, I will say. Thank you, thank You're you. You're welcome. Anyway, I think that probably wraps us yeah. up for today. Um, let us know if you date or stake anyone in here, whether it's Amanda Seyfried, Peter, Henry, uh, Billy Bohuk as her dad. <laughs> let us know what you think. We're Midnight Fun Pod everywhere. Twitter, Instagram, um, tiktok midnight fun pod on um midnight fun pod at gmail.com if you want to send us make long form mm-hmm. and we'd really appreciate if you dropped us a review on
1: itunes yeah that'd be nice if you could do that um, do we need to plug anything else i don't, I don't think so. so i think we're good woohoo well thank you so much
0: for listening have a great morning afternoon evening whenever you're listening and we'll see you next time bye, bye. Midnight Fun is an independent podcast hosted by two girls with an internet connection. Our intro and outro music are loved and respected by Rosa Zerti of Loyalty Freak Music. Neither Katie nor Liv are associated with any of the media or intellectual property discussed throughout the podcast. All views are their own. And remember, vampires make terrible boyfriends.